Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Okay, everyone. Happy birthday to Dining on a Dime. This is our one-year birthday. Uh, this We are live on location from Fasone's Bar 2656 East Ann Street. And as you know, our show is known for introducing you to Hidden Gems, uh, the, the small guy who doesn't get the publicity he deserves. And today we are with probably the best Italian food in the city, Made by Tom Fasone. Tommy Fasone is our guest. Tommy, talk about Fasone. Okay. How you doing, everybody? Everybody's great. Okay. Well, I've been here for four years. It's a menu consisting of South Philly Italian, believe it or not. nineteen. Nice. Let me see. My menu is 1975 Italian. <laughs> I got the old chicken dishes, the old veal dishes, the pastas, but everything is made by hand. Everything is Every, made by everything hand. Everything by hand. Tommy Fasone, and this is the guy that we, we hashtag small business. Tommy is in the kitchen making everything from scratch. Uh, talk about, well, here's a couple things, just for example. He has the traditional spaghetti and meatballs. Correct. And then you do amazing, incredibly delicious veal scallopini. Correct. Talk about some of the stuff you have here. Oh, and here's the thing. We had a joke on the show. I don't eat mussels. And I, everyone was like, how can you that not eat mussels? That is very unfortunate. Fossone's Port Richmond, 2656 East Ann Street in Port Richmond has what I heard, because I don't eat them, the greatest mussels. So if you're a mussels fan, you have to come here. You believe it. I can't believe it, but they are. Yeah. They are the greatest mussels around. And they had simple red and white mussels. I don't go extravagant. I don't go nuts. No fennel, no this, no that. Just your typical South Philly Italian mussels. And Excellent. I, Excellent. And I actually searched high and low, and I said, listen, I need to find someone who is small business. I want to find a, a cook, homegrown, that loves to cook and loves to make everything from scratch, and that's what we're bringing you right. today. Fasone's Bar, Port Richmond, 2656 East Ann Street. Tommy, talk about what are some of your classics that people can come here and find. Well... I, you know, I've got your basic bar food, your deep fried uh, chicken and veal. And, uh, but I have, you know, I, I take pride in my veal dishes, my chicken dishes, my chicken. You know, I get, get the whole chicken. I, I fillet it. I cut it down. I pound it. I season it. I do it every day. It takes a while, but that's the way I like to do it. And his gravy, he told me to call it gravy. It's the gravy. Is his, right. It is his mother's recipe. Yep. And his meatballs are his father's recipe. Exactly. Talk about mom and pop. Well, there you go. I used to sneak into the kitchen and watch my mom do the gravy. And then my mom would say to my dad, don't make those meatballs with a lot of... Uh, no more more bread. No more bread. You can't put too much bread in there. They're going to get like golf balls. You know? <laughs> so, so he would uh, eventually they would come out unbelievable. So I stuck with that recipe too. It's and, great. Beef, veal, pork, you know, the seasonings. And the gravy is delicious. The gravy is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. All of your dishes that you get at Fasone's are magnified because of Tommy's mother's recipe gravy. That's it. I just want to give a quick plug. Uh, we're here today thanks to Indie Philly Radio. Uh, IndiePhilly.com Tuesday through Friday. You can hear our show at 11 a.m. on IndiePhilly.com. Uh, we're very happy to be a part of them. Bill Zimmerman is with us. He'll be a guest later on the show. Uh, but once again, Tom, tell us, a talk about a variety of the uh, specials. Because people come here, don't have to focus on the menu. You also do specials. Talk yeah, about some of the specials. Yeah, well, now the fall, I'm going to put on, you know, more chicken dishes. I'm going to do chicken Sorrento. I'm going to do a chicken rollantine. I'm going to do veal picante, veal marsala. You know, and then I'll do some stews. I'm going to do a fish dish. Hopefully, I can do a pescatore. Oh. You know, and, uh, you know, I'm slowly trying to educate some of the people that have been in this area for a long time. And, you know, open them up to some really cool food, you know. <laughs> They're used to you know, a lot of steak and potato people around here. But now gentrification's happening around here, you know. A lot of different people are coming in. And it's, I can see the improvement. And smart people, the foodies are coming in. They know good stuff. And this is probably the best Italian food 
with low volume in the city. Yeah, well, that's okay. It's a corner it, bar. Happen, let's worry. let's let everybody know it's a corner right. bar. Right. In Port Richmond, twenty six fifty six East Ann Street. I do it. It's a passion. That's why I'm doing it. And yeah. you're getting better food yes. than you are at some of these white cloth Italian restaurants. I think so. And the meatballs, your father's recipe. Fantastic. Are the sausage is great. My buddy Anthony Maglio does the sausages for me. Oh, wow. In South Philly, yeah. I do you, the sausages. Talk about the bread, because I'll tell you what, man. you got the, the bread. The bread is a secret. It's, it's kind of like... It's, a, it's between the sarcones and a... And it's not, you know, it's, it's really an interesting kind of bread, but... I can't t- talk much about it, but it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> That's why we love people who are home-taught. Yeah. Home, they're not going to give you the secret recipe. Right. I'll give you an example. When this show used to be on ESPN Radio, it was a segment, uh-huh. and I interviewed a guy who I thought had the best pizza, and I said, listen, talk about your crust. What do you got in your crust? He said, I'm not going to talk about my crust right. because that is a family secret. Right. You're not going to know. Yeah, there's a lot of nuances I do back here. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, but he told me, he says, my pizza is, yeah. uh, you know, a special recipe, yeah. Yeah. and you're not getting it. My garlic bread's the same thing. Oh, his garlic bread is unbelievable. Fantastic. And, you know, I, everyone wants a recipe. I said, yeah, I do this. I put a little of that, a little of this. It's love. It's all about love, man. You put that into it, it's going to come out great. And we talk about that all the time on yeah. the show. Mama uh, Maria. Mama Maria. Uh, right. She was on our show, okay. and she talked about the same thing. She yeah. said she does everything with love. Right. You know, and as people can hear at home, we're in a corner bar. You know exactly. what I mean? And that's yeah. the noise you hear in the back. It's a corner, a typical Port Richmond norm. Uh, that's right. Corner bar. Yeah. And you're gonna get the best Italian food in the city. Best I can put out. And I'll tell you what, your food is so good that I'm having our birthday party right now as we speak, catered by you. Oh man, <laughs> another surprise. <laughs> okay. So if I was Tommy Fasone. Okay, and I worked at Fasone's Bar, 2656 East Entry. What do I come in and order? Okay, I would go with a caprese salad. Okay. Nice, fresh mozzarella cheese, romaine, all my own seasonings. Nice. Maybe some pasta, maybe a ravioli and some meatballs and sausage. Well, for everything's fresh. I mean, everything is fresh. That's awesome. And then chickens, you know, chicken parmesan, chicken picante. Every, you know, it's up in the air. And I want to let the air. listeners know that everything you cook is from scratch. Exactly. You are home taught. You're home. You learn from right. your mother and your father. Right. Our show is hashtag small business. We right. like to promote the little guy. Right. Now, you guys, if you're looking for a good Italian meal, you can go to this corner bar, Fasones, in Port Richmond, 2656 East End. And I can guarantee you, you're probably going to get a better Italian meal than you will paying double. Uh, you know, at a at sorry a, to say, but that, that sounds like right about right. And I'll tell you right now, I my first experience with you was your spaghetti and meatballs. Okay, it came in a huge container. Right. The meatballs were second to none. Right. The pasta was cooked perfectly. There you go. And it's ten bucks on the menu. Yep. You know what I mean? How could you read? We that? don't like quoting prices because you'll see when you get here. And the most important thing was made with love. Yes. <laughs> and that was probably the best spaghetti and meatballs I've had. Great. Yeah, and I use good quality cheeses too. You know, that's the thing. I, I don't skimp on the on the, the product. You know, yeah, I try to buy the best. We always talk about that. Like it's, yeah. it's the a, muscles. It, I won't. I won't serve them if they're next. If they're one day old, they're out. They're out yeah. here. Everything. I don't. I don't keep anything laying around. Yeah, this uh, Anthony's uh, at Ninth and Fitzwater. Angela. Angela. And. Uh, he does the same thing. Oh, he yeah. cooks the got, bread seafood, and it's yeah, messed up. Seafood, it's, it's delicate, so you got you got to know what you're Yeah, doing. and he'll throw it right out. He'll, yep. he'll make yeah, a whole gone. bunch of bread. If it didn't come out right, he'll that's throw it gone. right out. That's the way it should be. And what I like about you, Tom, is you really care. Yeah, I, mean, I do. Tom yeah. wants to make sure that the Italian food he is making you is the best Italian food that you've had, and he accomplishes it. Yeah. I mean, if you're eating dinner in here, you're going to see me five, ten times coming to you and asking you. Every bite, I'm asking you, how is it? How is it? I mean, I'm bothering some sometimes, but I don't know. And I'm just going to go through the menu. Veal scallopini with penne pasta. Yeah. Homemade from scratch. That's it. For 12 bucks. If you were to go down to Center City and get that same quality, it would be triple, double or triple. Without a doubt. 
I'm making it right now, as a matter of fact. Are you really? Yep. Spilled scallopini? And then sausage scallopini? Same way, yeah. Excellent. I mean, this is all stuff on his menu. Yeah. And uh, most of the menu, nothing on the menu is higher than 12 bucks. Yeah. So you can't beat it. That's something to change maybe in a couple of months. Right, but I'm just saying. That's right. the oh, price. Sure. That's yeah. an estimated it's price. Fantastic. It's a fantastic deal. You're getting fantastic food. And, uh, you know, you got to try it. You got to come in and try it. All right, we're at Fasones live. Fasones. In color <laughs> from Fasones Bar in Port Richmond, 2656 East Ann Street. We're talking to Tommy Fasone. Uh, Tommy is the homegrown, home learned cook. Uh, I have a lot self-taught. of. Self taught. Self taught. I worked I, in a few places on 9th Street, in and out, though. Just, <laughs> you know, just to see what's going on. <laughs> and I'll tell you right now, it, you're, you're going to go downtown and you're going to get less quality food and you're going to pay double. So if you guys are out there, you're looking, hey, I know a lot of people that, uh, you know, go out on Friday nights for mussels. This is the spot. I don't eat them, but I've heard so many rave reviews. The, the portion is outrageous, and, and they're just super fresh, and they're so, they're just great. You can eat a loaf of bread with these yeah. mussels. I mean, so and, good. I, and Tommy will not share with us his secret to the bread, but this bread is incredible. Yep. I just had a veal scallopini. I just had a little oh, bit of sampler. bread with How it. How was it? Yeah, the sample was incredible. Yeah. But you know what it all comes down to? Everything that you do here and what makes you elite is that sauce. Your mother's sauce, Tom, yeah. is what makes... That's the holy grail. That's, yeah, that's the holy grail. That yeah. is what separates your food. And I watched it growing up, yeah. making that food. And she cooked for a big... You know, we were 10 of us in our family. Oh, really? Yeah. And she made 10 bucks. She can make a pot of sauce. Wow. Gravy. No sauce. Yeah, he does, he it's yelled gravy. at me because I called it sauce. No, yeah. it's gravy. Uh, dining on a dime at yahoo.com. If you want to send Tom a message, if you want directions to Fasones. Uh, today is our birthday show, so as we're talking to Tommy, he has actually catered our event, our uh, birthday party. Uh, so his food is amazing. i got to be honest with you, though, Tom. Everything I've had here has been incredible. I live literally two blocks away. But I'll tell you, that's spaghetti and meat. And you wouldn't think a basic Italian dish like pasta and meatballs. Something that simple. That's what made me fall in love with Fasones. Yeah. If the ingredients are good and you know what you're doing, it's got to come out great. Absolutely. And yeah. here's what I love about it. I love the fact that you are not. You are home taught. Exactly. Self-taught. Yep. The gravy that you get at Fasones is your mother's recipe. Yep. The meatballs you get at Fasones is your dad's recipe. My dad's recipe. And just authentic to the bone right. is what it is. Yep. And I have friends, and I know a lot of foodies that love mussels. Yeah. This is the spot. Fantastic. Fantastic mussels. The chicken dishes are fantastic. It, it, the pasta is all fantastic. Everything's great. And Everything's the price point great. is incredible. Price points are great. You know, it's almost like a hobby for me. It's it's just love. I just like to come in here and do it. I'm not making a lot of money. Right. But, uh, no, but you do like it for to, love. I like to see the expressions on these people's faces. First time they had good Italian food. Like, and what I wow. wanted to do, what I wanted to do was, uh, I wanted to, uh, our show is hashtag small business. We're looking for individuals that do a really good job and cook really well. Right. That don't get the pop that the other spots get. So I said, it's our one-year birthday. That's a cool, yeah, that's... that's. I that's said, it's our one-year birthday. noble, you guys. Yeah, Very well, noble. if you go to wildfireradio.com, you search Dining on a Dime. We did a three cheesesteak shows, Tom. Right. We didn't name anybody famous. Everybody right. was low, under the, oh, right. you know, right. off the radar. Right. So what we're doing is we're here with Tom Fasone. I said to myself, I said, look, we're turning one years old. I need to show these people, our listeners, our great listeners, right. a spot right. that they can eat Top of the line Italian food, corner bar in Port there Richmond. There you go, makes you a reputable station. Then. <laughs> and now you know, and then hopefully we'll get some people in here. And yeah. uh, we're at Fasone's Bar, twenty six fifty six East Ann Street, at the corner of Edgemont and Ann in Port Richmond, right off ninety five, not too far. And uh, you know, get off the Allegheny Avenue exit, and you're right near. Yeah, we yeah. got about a minute with you, Tom. Uh-huh. I just want you to talk a little bit about some of the things you're thinking about for the menu. Any menu changes? Well, the menu, yeah, in fall, I th- you know, I'm going to put some stews on. I'm going to put some soups. I'm going to do some chilies. Um, you know, hopefully I'll put on an actual steak steak maybe. Like oh, a, wow. A New York strip or uh, some kind of a filet. 
you know, I want to do some different kinds of vegetables, you know, almost farm-to-table-ish kind of thing. Yeah, this is almost farm-to-table, because yeah. I know you go out every morning. You're the I'm, per- I'm as Tommy <laughs> says, he's the purveyor. I'm the purveyor. I'm, you'll see me sweeping <laughs> the front. I never heard that word. I'll be, I'll be the purveyor. I'll be sweeping the front. I'll be doing dishes. I'll be screaming at people. Yeah. You know? That's that's it. But, but my you passion go out is and you cooking. Get, you get out I do get, it all. And I, you get top of the line ingredients. I go to my buddies in South Philly. I get what I have to get there, some local areas, and get what I have to get there, the chickens. And, and he does it. Every that's day. it. Yeah, it's really cool. And if they don't have it, I don't get it. And if it's old, I don't buy it. Okay. Well, it's our <laughs> one-year birthday, and I wanted to feature somebody that does a really good job. Thanks to IndiePhilly.com. Uh, you can hear our show Tuesday through Friday, 11 a.m. Philly Bite Magazine. Look up myself and look up James Pappas. We both write for Philly Bite, uh, and I write some really good articles if I don't mind saying so myself. <laughs> And my last article, it was about barbecue, and I think it's fantastic. Uh, at Dining on a Dime 1 on Twitter, at Dining on a Dime 1 on Facebook. So we want to get back to the party, because we're, we're eating your great food right now yep. as we speak. As a matter of fact, i got to go back here and start cooking soon. All right, let's go. Okay. Thanks, and uh, back to the studio. You can find Table for One, written by Dining on a Dime's own Kevin Wilson, at Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. Happy birthday, Dining on a Dime. Today is our one-year birthday. Uh, we are live on location with Philly Bite Magazine and IndiePhilly.com. You can hear our show Tuesday through Friday, 11 a.m. Bill Zimmerman, he owns both. I uh, wanted to put Bill on the show today because we did, if you go to WildfireRadio.com, you go into the archives, we did a show about the Jersey Shore. And I go down, I admitted on that show, I admitted on that show that I only go down there once or twice a year, and Bill told me, and I quote, those are horrible picks. <laughs> so let's talk to Bill. Bill's an expert at the Jersey Shore. Bill, give us some of your picks for the Jersey Shore. Well, I, I, I spent many, many a summers at the Jersey Shore. We first started out um, down in Seattle, um, and Seattle is probably one of my favorite food towns down there as far as uh, sort of a mix of all sorts of things. Um, you get some great Italian places. Uh, you have Basilico's down there. Nice. Uh, just great Italian. Um, you've got some small little mom-and-pop places like Drifters. that does the sliders off to the side. Um, and, you know, when you start thinking of the Jersey Shore, you start thinking about these small towns. And you start looking at Atlantic City to, to begin with. Right. So when you think about Atlantic City, you think sort of New York, Philadelphia. Somebody came and mashed them all together. <laughs> um, so you've got some great, great celebrity places down there. Um, you've, you've the the last place that we went was um, trying to think of the some of the places that we've been at recently were uh, Gordon Ramsay's pub. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and he, you know, it's a great high-end uh, British pub. Uh, they do a great beef Wellington. Um, we were also recently at the Hard Rock Cafe, which sort of offers a little bit of uh, not your high-end food, but sort of like your your middle end. Right. Um, so there's really a little bit of everything um, at the Jersey Shore, but it's sort of this mix of... New York food, Philadelphia food. You then work your way further down, you're in Ocean City. You're basically dry. Uh, if you want to get good food, you got to come off island. It's a dry town. None of the restaurants want to spend money uh, on quality food because they're not going to make the money off of the drinks. Um, right. So your better places are going to be off island where they can get a liquor license. Or they're going to wind up in uh, Seattle, and which is one of the reasons why I first mentioned how Seattle has become one of the great food towns. Because they're getting all these individuals that are coming over at night. They're going down to the Ocean Drive. They're going to La Costa's to, to a party. But they're also coming over to grab a drink, grab some great food, and go somewhere where they don't have to put up with just the pizza on the boardwalk and, uh, and, and, and the fact that... The owner's not making money off of the, uh, the uh, alcohol, so why am I going to open up a good place? Exactly. You work your way further down. You wind up in uh, Avalon Stone Harbor. 
um, you're sort of now getting a lot of that uh, Bucks County, the Delaware County type food. It's starting starting to become more of this um, higher end food, um, but it's 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 a higher clientele. Right. They've got some great places down there, um, and then you wind up in a Wildwood, and you're right back in Philadelphia and South Philly. You're getting that uh, Philadelphia Italian. You're getting a mix of the boardwalk food. You know, one, one of the greatest experiences that you can have down the shore is to walk down the boardwalk and just smell. You could blindfold yourself, walk down the boardwalk, smell every one of these foods, and it's, every block is going to give you a different experience, a different feeling. Uh, you've got the curly fries on the boardwalks. You've got uh, your Sam's Pizza. Um, and then they've got some really great places that have opened up. They've got uh, Munhan Brewery, which is a brewery. That's in Wildwood? Yes. That's right in Wildwood, right off Rio Grande, on your way in. Excellent pick. Uh, they are owned by Dogtooth, uh, and Dogtooth is probably one of our best, especially for our wings, but your go-to gastropub. Nice. Uh, that if, if you're coming down Wildwood and you can get in Dogtooth, at least stop in. Nice. Um, they've also opened, opened the Salty Mermaid down there. Salty Mermaid is sort of similar to Dogtooth. It's a gastro pub, but it's more of a little higher end. Um, and then eventually you wind up working your way down to Cape May. On the way, you wind up at Two Mile. Um, Two Mile is a great place for uh, seafood. It's sitting right on the uh, bay. And what I love uh, about this is I've never heard of any of these well, these That's, these are great. These are some of the uh, go-to places. Now, a lot of people that wind up down at the Jersey Shore, they wind up at the the typical uh, tourist traps. Uh, one of the better ones is uh, Sam's. Sam's has got great pizza, but you know there's some other ones there. Um, hot dogs. Okay, so our favorite hot dog place down the shore is is Tommy's Hot Dogs down in Cape May. Okay, line around the door. Um, there's also in Seattle, you've got all these hot dog carts. Uh, you've got Lou Dogs and you've got Bubba Dogs. Probably some of the best hot dogs down in the Jersey Shore area. But then you've got your typical tourist trap. You've got the, the, the uh, Maui Dog. Now, Maui Dog makes a great hot dog, but it's more of a gimmick. Okay. It, 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 I, I sort of uh, equate it to you've got all these people that are coming down. Uh, they don't know where to go eat. So it's sort of like Pats and Geno's of the Jersey Shore. Okay. Uh, you're going to sit down. You get a decent hot dog, but the gimmick is more in that you're eating off of the dog bowl. Nice. Um, and the same thing with with, with 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 some of the other Italian places. Um, you know, there there there's a lot of great Italian places in uh, Wildwood, and I'm not going to mention them because to me, a lot of them are older family establishments where the kids are tired of uh, uh, running it. Um, the parents left it to them. They're no longer cooking the fresh pasta. Uh, I sort of call it the, uh, the, the, the tired old Italian. Uh, so it winds up being that uh, uh, you go down and you can wind up in these places where they're just, they're just milling you. Nice. Um, they're just looking for the, the next paycheck. They want to get as many people in. Because it's they're, season. They're pounding the chicken down. They're, they're opening up the, the cans. And in that sense, Wildwood sort of left its old classic Italian place that people used to come down and great, get great Italian food. And you're starting to see a change now to a lot of these gastropubs, um, a lot of these... Uh, uh, breweries that are opening up in, in, in the area and some more uh, of the higher class places. See, I'll tell you what, uh, that's actually great tips because we did a show. And uh, if you go to wildfireradio.com and go in the search engine, look for our uh, Jersey Shore Smackdown. Uh, we did a show with a couple dozen picks. Here's Bill Zimmerman from Philly Bite Magazine and IndyPhilly.com telling you more places. Because, Bill, you go down to Shore weekly, don't you? Yeah, we're down there every week, um, and, you know, we, we try to di- visit different shores. Uh, we're eating out almost two or three times a, uh, a weekend. Um, right. But, you know, it's 
a unique place to actually go. I mean, because like, like I said, there's all sorts of different types of cuisine. You can work your way up and down the Jersey Shore and just experience uh, so many different types of food. Uh, so many different types of ethnic foods are starting to work their way down. For instance, uh, there is a big movement with uh, uh, Greek food right. uh, working its way down into Cape May. There's a lot of great Italian places that are still the old mom-and-pop places that you used to get in Wildwood that have moved their way down to Cape May. Um, and then when you think of eating at the Jersey Shore, you sort of think of breakfast. Yes. So, you know, the Jersey Shore is, is the place to wake up, take the family, and go to breakfast. And, you know, some of our favorites recently have been Sun's Up Cafe. Uh, that's on Fern Street. Um, it's close to Fern. It's sort of a... Because when people go on a vacation, corner. they like to eat breakfast for yeah. some reason. Um, there's a lot of great places uh, down, down in Seattle for our breakfast. Um, there's Sunset Pier. You get to sit right on the pier. They have a great breakfast. There's Rick, Rick's Breakfast, which is uh, down by the Acme Market. Okay. Um, but then there's another aspect to it. It's the, the boardwalk food, the quick food, the uh, beach food. Um, a lot of these places are starting to deliver. You've got some great pizza shops um, that originated down there that have worked their way even up into South Philly. So... Uh, one that comes to mind is Uncle Oogie's, which is getting big in South Philly. That's in South Philly. Is he going down the shore? Uncle Oogie started actually down in Seattle. So it's down by the Acme Market. Oogie's have been there for, oh, it must be like at least 20 years now. Oh, wow. Uh, they've moved into different portions of that shopping center, but uh, Oogie's is sort of like a go-to spot down there. Um, there's uh, Bill's down in... in uh, Wildwood. Bill's is a uh, sandwich shop. They it's make not great cheesesteaks. Bill's Pancake House, isn't it? Or no? Well, there's also Bill's Pancake okay. House. That's, uh, that's a, another great breakfast place. Uh, it's a chain. You can be anywhere down the shore, and you can find one. You can find them in uh, uh, Ocean City. You can find them in Cape May. You can find them uh, down in Seattle. Um, but, you know, part of the experience of the Jersey Shore is... The food. Yes. Um, and, you know, along with that food is also, you can't talk about Jersey Shore without talking about ice cream. Yeah. So, you know, there are some really good ice cream places down there. Uh, one of our favorites is um, Maria's down in, in Seattle. Uh, they've been down there for oh, at least ever since we were down there about 20 years ago. Uh, God knows how long they've, they've been operating. But it's, it's one of those lines-at-the-door places. Um, there's a lot of places. There are scoops down in Wildwood, which is the, uh, great for the kids. They have uh, the old classic cars. Right. Um, and one of the newcomers that just came around probably about, well, I'd say about four or five years ago, uh, Lizzie's. So Lizzie's in Wildwood is a place that's not going to break your wallet. So I know we're talking about diming on a dime. Right. And you can go after some of these places and spend $40 for the entire family and wind up with a couple small cups of, of ice cream. Lizzie's is one of those rare places down the Jersey Shore where you can get a small cup for the kids for $1.25. You can get a small that would normally cost you about 6 $7 at a normal place for about two fifty. How about that? Um, so there's still some great places for you to go and, and, and not break your wallet as, as an entire family. What, what I think happens on vacation is you have the home cooks that cook at home all week. When they go on vacation, they like to eat out. Yep. And it's a good point you made about ice cream because people don't think about ice cream. But I can tell you I was down the Wildwood when I was 8 years old. I'm 47, 39 years ago. And I had a German chocolate cake ice cream. And it's still, I remember it to this day. It's interesting. Well, and, you know, um, the boardwalk is, is one of those places where people go down and, and there's still the Mr. Softy on the yeah. boardwalk. Um, you know, there's just so many good treats. Rita's? Um, Rita's, I think. You, Rita's is down there. Uh, you now have Chicken and Pete's. Yeah. Um, you're getting a lot of your South Philly places like Steak 'em Up uh, just moved down there. Right. Uh, Sarcones, just, well, not Sarcones. Um, 
Uh, what's the uh, pizza place? Sounds like Sarcone's. Uh, Sam's? No. Um, oh, I forget it, but <laughs> but there's so many places that are now trying to get into the Jersey Shore. Yeah. And there's a lot of these, these South Philly places that are doing well. They're starting to move in there during the summertime. Uh, and they're doing really well. And I'll tell you what, this is like a bonus show because... I want everyone to go to wildfireradio.com, go to the search engine, look up Dining on a Dime, and I want everyone to see that we did a Jersey Shore Smackdown show, and I, uh, I just wanted to add Bill Zimmerman's input because he's down there every week. So Bill just gave you some amazing restaurants. Uh, Bill, what is a must-go-to place that people should definitely try to get to? Well, it really depends on which shore that that you wind up at but one of the best things to do is to figure out drive around check out the different places uh ask individuals that are that are local a lot of times when you're renting out a place you have full-time residents that are next to you or near you everybody loves to talk down the jersey shore everybody loves to talk about food they're going to tell you where to go in that specific shore town and what their favorite place to go is uh if you see a place down the jersey shore on Friday at 6, 7 o'clock at night and there's nobody in it, don't go in. Yeah, that, that's a great point because summertime you got thousands upon thousands of people. And I was taught at a very young age that if the place is not packed, there's a reason. And that's a good point. So uh, we want to thank everyone. Uh, Indie Philly Radio, IndiePhilly.com. Tuesday through Friday, you can hear us at 11 a.m. You'll hear our past episodes. I was happy to hear that we're doing very well on the station. Uh, and also Philly Bite, phillybite.com. Uh, myself and James Pappas write articles for Bill, phillybite.com. So now back to the studio. We're celebrating one year of our Dining on a Dime podcast. Do you like to dine out but don't have a lot of dough? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you're looking for. And now, here are the guys that'll show you how to do it. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of this great sport. My name's Kevin Wilson. To my right, from Small Bites Radio, after our show, to Nato Marino, owner of DNL Coffee Services, and Terry's 2, which is an outstanding bar. Coming Terry's 3 and 4 yeah. next yeah, year. Yeah, coming soon. Atlantic City and Next Terry two Hill. months. Yep. And uh, his partner on Small Bites, you can listen to them right after our show if you're listening live. or go to like people haven't shut off the radio and discussed after us. <laughs> I'm surprised he has any ratings left. <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 I need to wait an hour before listening to the real show. Wildfireradio.com. Look up Small Bites and Dining on a Dime. Uh, download us both. Uh, I'd not even get a name mentioned. Derek? There yeah, we go. That's, <laughs> he, he just, I was getting there. He just assumed everyone knew it would be you. Bluejeanfoods.com. What are we doing wrong, Don? I mean, this show's got a professional announcer yeah, to, to introduce them. I mean, He's very, very well paid with pizza. <laughs> I know, right? He works for three, four slices an hour. It's great. And a, a, beer. And a beer. Yeah, He's right. had and a seven beer. beers. I'm surprised he could get through that. <laughs> he did that pretty well. Boy, that's our boy, William Murphy, man. We got him to do a the live, live intro. Yeah. Uh, we love that guy, man. He has a little class to the show. He's the only guy that's in here in long pants, I believe. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I believe he's the only guy in here in long pants like a grown-up man. And underwear, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> and an unknown fact about William Murray is he was in radio for 30 years. So yeah, he, he, uh, he, was, what was his, he worked at a Camden station. Camden station. W, he worked there maybe SNJ or NJ? I think it was WSNJ. SNJ, yeah. He's like a veteran. For us to get him here is, is honestly, it's really a, a tribute to my star power. But generally <laughs> speaking. But enough about him. But enough it, about him. I hope you're taking notes, Don, because listen. I am. There have Having parties, <laughs> catered food, professional announcers. I mean, when it's me and Don, it's literally like usually one of us is picking our nose. And <laughs> oh, and just so you know, we're taking John Howard Fosco too. Oh, and uh, let me get Jim, Jim. John, we love you, buddy. <laughs> the grill master at Grubhouse Philly, Jim Hassan, inside the Boris Building, Grubhouse Philly. We tell you all his jobs. We've only got. Yeah, we only have time, time for one. And of course, oh, master, I like that. Yeah, and of he course, is. of course, the. King of all food trucks, John Cole, is with us. This is our one-year birthday, our anniversary, whatever you want to call it. Congratulations. We're getting off the formula. (laughs) (laughs) We're calling it J. Cole-aversary, aren't we? (laughs) 
<laughs> so we got the crew from Small Bites, Jim Hass and John Cole. We're just going to talk about what's coming up in the new season. Our season two is actually September 8th. Uh, yeah, Derek, we let people know, remind people, we won't be here next week. Right. Uh, I will most likely be judging New Jersey's food truck barbecue. Yeah, we're not going to be here WrestleMania. We won't be here that no. week. Are you guys Small Bites here next week? No. No, they're so here two weeks So you've now. got one week where you guys can think for yourselves, and yeah. then we come back in two weeks and tell you what to eat <laughs> and where again. Well, let's show some respect, because we got the guys from Small Bites, and we'll just let them... Talk about what they want to talk about. There, you know. Also, also, they want to uh, talk about us. Usually, the the, the the final episode of season one has a death or something. So I think one <laughs> and they, of us go, is they all leave the to... island. We yeah. do. Jim Pappas, he's in the chug outline <laughs> in the parking lot. And just to give everyone a heads up, this is totally unscripted. We're all just going to BS for a half hour. Like the first forty nine shows were scripted. I was barely sober. I was looking for the teleprompter over there. So, <laughs> Derek, tell us about Blue Jean Foods and. Uh, Small Bites Radio. Well, I mean, Blue Jean Food, it's been around for quite some time now. We started the website blog out with giving my two cents of what I thought about restaurants and where you should go and started out with a rating system. Then I finally had an awakening and I was like, you know what? Nobody has taste buds like I have. Nobody has likes and things that I prefer. Kenzo Craig. Exactly. <laughs> So I was like, I'm getting rid of these stupid stars. Who who cares if I name something five stars or one? Because if, if I name something five stars, you could name it zero because it's, it's just not your scene. So we switched to the middle finger emoji system. Which is- <laughs> no, he's right, though. I agree. I agree totally. No, Derek was doing this, though, just to kind of like some of our newer listeners because, you know, everybody's new like every 15 minutes. Right. He was doing this before I was on Two Chicks and a Chef, which is... Three years ago, four years ago, maybe it was a while back. That was a well, show. It's been you've been doing this been for a long eight time. Years yeah. when I was with Ed Hitzel and I was yeah. working with him weekly, that's, and I was a full time writer for him. That's what I was going to say. I mean, this is just not. I know people now are thinking, oh, they're kind of new. They've been on a couple of years. Well, yes and no. The current show, Small Bites, maybe two, three years, but. You know, Derek has been in this game for, like you said, eight years. When yeah, Ed little, little over eight. You know, the Jersey patron saint of food, you know, no yeah, longer with Ed, us. You know. He's a legend. Uh, it's yeah. a big boardwalk in the sky. Um, and I don't mean to be mean, but Derek was the only name I knew at the station before I got here because I was an Ed Hitzel fan. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Wildfire only had probably two shows at that time. So it was <laughs> and, and, and we were broadcasting out of someone's garage. And one of them was a test, a I... test uh, siren. <laughs> but you make a great point. I do the same. I did a star system, too, on my blog. And it's like I, I got so many people telling me no one really you know, cares. Well, the thing is, it's everybody's looking for what you personally like. I mean, yeah. especially the younger crowd. Uh, I'll give an example. Me and my wife went to Double Knot maybe a month or so ago. And I I was familiar with Double Knot. I know of the basement area of Double Knot. Well, we walked in the Double Knot, and I was like, oh, this is Double Knot. And it's like loud and pumping, and it's filled with millennials literally taking pictures of themselves in their face. And my wife's looking at me. She's like, where did you take me? I thought it was going to be quiet and sort of a, a little different scene. And then they're like, oh, let's go down into the basement. And then you take a few steps down, and it's a whole completely different atmosphere. And surprisingly, the age demographic jumped like 15 years. And then I was feeling right into my wheelhouse. And I was like, wow, this is really where I want to be. Did you already cover the wildfire stabbing cabin? Did I miss that? <laughs> when you used to do the show? And I'm sorry, folks. Derek's been just, here the longest. I, I, I was going to say, he's like the, Derek- the survivor. Survivor, as we call him. But he's making a great point about Double Knot. My complaint at Double Knot was the place was so dark, I couldn't take my photo. Well, you see, but I love that. I mean, yeah. and, and that that is a criticism that you have. Right, exactly. I personally love the, the dark atmosphere because when I go out with my wife, it makes me look that much better. <laughs> Agreed, right? So then my wife is like, have you lost weight? No, but I've lost wattage. <laughs> Dim lighting is Hell my friend. Yes. <laughs> so Us that, guys who've been married for a while, no, 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 no. I, I need all the hint. Man. Darkness, uh, really good food, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, it, that's why I sort of got that rating system out because everybody's having their own unique experience and Double Knot really nails it right on the head of they have the millennial experience upstairs for as loud as you want to be, as many pictures you want to take, and then in the downstairs it's a little darker, a little bit more quiet, and and, and that's what I want to feel. So we kicked 
small bites off. I, I sort of stopped paying attention a lot to the blog. Now the blog's more of just, hey, here's a restaurant I went to. Here's what I had to eat. And yeah. Was it good or not? In my opinion. And, but I get more in-depth sort of with my travels now. Right. Uh, just got oh, back dude, from Belize. Been, I was going to say, you've been in Antarctica? <laughs> I mean, dude, I didn't even know there were that many continents on this trip. I thought there was like three places, like Japan, us, Ocean and like- Ocean City, LBI. I, I know, right? <laughs> He's like, I've been in Antarctica. I've been to, I'm like, wait, I thought that was made up. There's pictures of him. Yeah. You can go Google him. Okay. There's pictures of him standing at like the bottom of the world. And I'm thinking, to me, the bottom of the world is Cape May. <laughs> but, you know, Derek, world traveler, man, uh, much respect. I want to quote you. I want to quote him real quick. <laughs> if you go to wildfireradio.com, go in the search engine, look for Dining on a Dime. When you were on our third or second cheesesteak show, mm-hmm. you made a great point about your blog. You said nowadays the attention span is so small yeah, yeah. that there's no longer people going home and curling up with a blog for five hours. Exactly. That's how my blog, phillyrestaurantreviews.com, that is how my blog is literally two sentences because you are absolutely right. People are not going to sit home and, and read a blog for five hours. Exactly. It, it, it's a dif- different demographic. Yes. The, the, the climate has changed and we kicked small bites off. The concept was always, this is sort of where the future is going. Traditional yeah. radio was like, oh, you got to listen in at this time yeah. between five and six. And if you don't catch us, oh well. And uh, John, you know of some previous stations that you were on and we won't name names, but <laughs> it was like if you weren't within a, a three block radius, the, the reception yeah, yeah. To the station was crackling. What's the what's the wattage of your transmitter? <laughs> 40, 45 maybe. The, you know? jo- the joke he made on our show is that you can get a tin can and yell out the window. Sometimes it get better. <laughs> it's the truth. We've both had that experience. And like I said, I'm not going to. I mean, we name names to be funny, but we're not going to name the right. name here. However. Um, I've sort of been like in his footsteps, like a few years behind yeah. him. And um, it's the same thing all the time. I mean, literally four or five blocks away, people were like, who are you again? Yeah. And I'm like, I just got done with two hours of live radio and you don't know who I am at like the gas station? Yeah. That's disturbing to me. Yeah. So we wanted to sort of keep it short, keep it light uh, yes. segments, four, five, six segments, because people like to hear a segment, go to the gym, whatever. Here's my workout segment. That's yep, right. done. Exactly. So we kicked things off with Scott Makeham. He was a, a, a radio guy down Atlantic City, W-O-N-D, where Hitzel came from. So we had a good rapport together. Uh, He sort of went his own way. His business uh, situation changed. So he went. uh, Glenn Gross hopped right on, and everyone knows. Who? We've never heard uh, of him. The king of barbecue. (laughs) I won't even say the name, because I knew he'd probably run through the door and say it 20 times. Uh, And uh, we all know the business environment for his him changed, and uh, he's going to be relaunching very soon. And And then uh, Don, I've known Don for quite some time. And Don was like, hey, he's like, you've had me on. He was was a correspondent for us going around the city. And he goes... If you want to, I'd love to hop in the chair, see how things doing. He's been fantastic. I mean, Don was on the show wow, with I'm, me on Two Chicks and a Chef in that Millville. Was, that I mean, was, this was yeah. four years, three years yeah. ago. He came over and. So, I mean, uh, d- uh, with Don, I mean, I'm, I'm having a blast. So, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll kick it over to Don for more small bites or whatever uh, he wants to talk about. But it, it's been a blast. I've really enjoyed Wildfire Radio, and I couldn't have been more pleased to have you guys join Wildfire Radio. We're having so much fun. Well, there's something I want to throw out there, too. And, you know, Derek's like a little bit on the modest side. But let's take a look at, we'll say, the top 20 or 25 real food celebrities, the actual high-level cooks and chefs. I would say, with very few exceptions, most of them have called into to small bites. Oh, absolutely. At some point, I've spoken to Robert Irvine. I've spoken to Barbie Marshall. These are like credentialed chefs yeah, who are legitimate no celebrities. And I've either gotten to hang out with them, speak to them on the phone, um, having been a guest or, you know, occasionally once or twice I co-hosted right. when, yeah. you know, Derek was like in, you know, Atlantis or something <laughs> on a trip. I would jump in and kind of sit there for a couple hours. And um, I actually got to speak on Twitter to Robert Irvine about a day after he called into the show and he had said about judging food. He said, everybody has a rating system. He said, the only one that matters really is your wallet. Yeah, definitely. Uh, That's that's a guy who's pretty uh, high up there in the food chain. All right, listen, we're going to go to break. And after break, we're going to come back. We're, this is all unscripted, total just... Uh, Stop stu- reminding people that we have no idea what we're doing, dude. <laughs> Let me throw all these papers out that I've been reading yeah. with a gun to my head. Derek out. has shows <laughs> written for 2022, and you're like, we're unscripted. <laughs> okay, let's go to break. You can follow Dining on a Dime on Facebook 
at facebook.com. That's uh, forward slash dining on a dime, the number one. On Twitter, at dining on a dime, the number one. Instagram, KJW1972. And for sponsorship opportunities, starting as low as $200 per episode, email us at diningonadime at yahoo.com. Okay, we are back. Uh, just talking to Small Bites Radio, Derek Tim, Donato Marino. Uh, Man, I wish I had coffee to sober me up from all this beer. <laughs> did you happen to bring an espresso machine? And uh, yeah, did but not. Let me give him a plug because yeah, wild- like he needs it. He's got seventeen thousand clients. Well, let me tell you, Wildfire Radio. Wildfire Radio. <laughs> WildfireRadio.com. Go into search engine, look for Dining on a Dime, and one of our hidden. Uh, surprising popular shows was our coffee summit. Oh, look at Easter egg. Yeah. It boggled my mind how come the coffee summit episode is so popular, but we showed everyone in the city what coffee shops are best for your little laptop, this, that, and the other thing, who has best coffee. And Donato was our guest, and that show was a big hit. Yeah, well, you know, today's environment, a lot of people look for a release of tension, whatever, and Nothing says relaxation like a good cup of coffee. Absolutely. It's so, totally true. It's absolutely true. true. Yeah. Sign of friendship. I thought you were going with a down. massage parlor. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to keep it clean here. <laughs> but tell There's me. no happy endings with the, with the <laughs> coffee. Yeah. I don't or know. I want a refund. The one roast he has is really good. I, but DNL Coffee Services was a guest on the Coffee Summit. And uh, give them your contact info. Give everybody how can they get yeah, your, your social services. medias. Let yeah, people everything. know where they can throw their money at you. Yeah, the best way to get in touch with us would be through Facebook, through our uh, DNL Coffee Service uh, page. Okay. If you want to call it page, yeah. And tell them what kind of services you provide. And uh, we uh, repair coffee. machines. That's Send money. Being the barista <laughs> service. We do training, repairs. Uh, blend coffee for your particular taste buds. And the Coffee Summit episode, our guest was Thane Wright from the Bauer Cafe. He's the owner. And he, you made a great point that you also fixed his machines, correct? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and Thane's first reaction was, wow, I really could. You know, that's one of the big things. Well, the thing is, a lot of people, they come in, they sell you coffee. And as long as everything works great, everybody's happy. But as soon as there's a hiccup, yep, then they're like, well, what do you do now? But you I can, don't know. I just sell you coffee. you got to find somebody to fix it. And you can contact DNL Coffee Services. If you have an espresso machine that breaks down, you will help them, right? Yeah, and also the American Drip Machines as well. Great. Mm-hmm. But the other yeah. thing, too, Don, I think you're not giving yourself as much credit, is Don truly is being too barista because yes. yeah. he will train your staff of how to pour the perfect cup. Which is important. Yes. yes. What's the term they use? Crop the cup or something? I forget. What <laughs> I, no, but it's true because everybody knows a couple of years ago, I was part of a launch of a coffee business. And every person we talked to knew who Donato was. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter if they were a roaster. It didn't matter. We were having a hearse modified to serve coffee. Uh, the guys working on the hearse. Like everybody, literally anyone who had, you know, we were talking to people who make coffee cups. Everybody knew who you were. Yeah. And this is like all throughout the state over in Philly. Everybody knows who you are from like Atlantic City to the Poconos. Uh, that, you know, that's impressive. That is impressive. I mean, I'll go down the street and nobody I mean, knows it's, it's who we are. odd, too, because he's yes. only 35 years old and he's been in the coffee business for 30. You should see how young I look when I before I started. <laughs> that lets you know how the business is. <laughs> I want to just tell a joke that I've been telling since we started at this station. I always said the Small Bites Radio gets uh, Martha Stewart, and I'm begging Hank from the uh, hot dog stand to 6th and South to come on the show. But if you want to see really guests, really good guests, uh, wildfireradio.com, search for Small Bites Radio. Well, I mean, we appreciate that. And yeah, thank you. Well, you're and the standard. Let's be clear. You're kind of humble about it, and that's cool. But you're the standard. Yeah. I mean, we've both been part of shows that... We're not the standard. Now, just put it that way and we'll leave it. No, I mean, I'm not going to get into it, but Derek and I, like I said, I'm usually like the act two. Derek sort of does his thing and then he moves on. And then I, I like, he steps on the landline and I step on the next one. I'm like, oh, now I know why he left. And, you know, we've been through that a couple times. And, you know, Wildfire is probably the least crappy of the places we've worked. We'll put it that way. This studio is beautiful. Well, slow down. Uh, it's a murder cabin, and Taylor is somewhat sober. But you and know, we have to give credit. 
to Taylor as well. I mean, oh, he, absolutely. He, Taylor he's is practically the magic behind the show. No, that's Taylor true. We joke around was a lot, on but. my first show that we started. And I don't know if Taylor's mic is live or whatever, but literally. We never let him talk. We, you kidding me? we almost were kicked off of Wildfire <laughs> after our first show. It was, it was a very efficient way to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's Taylor. Yeah, yeah, and Taylor is the secret sauce because uh, our yeah, show no, he is, is so he much really better. Is. And I have a lot of friends in the radio business, and they all comment on how great the sound is from the studio, and that's important. If you're listening at home, you want to have a clear you know, sound. All right, let's get back to us. Uh, today's our one-year anniversary. Hey, Jim Hassan, let's talk about Jim. He's going to be featured more in season two. Absolutely. There is going to be a season two. I know people are like, no, I didn't they're know letting them do it again. seasons and pickups. Taylor, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what season? I, mean, I never knew that we well, had to we figure, a requirement. Uh, our, our theory is... Small Bites should be what? Season four, you guys are on? Maybe? I, have to, I have to check. Our theory is today's our one-year birthday. September starts a brand new season, so that's Yeah, well, t- next week we're off, like we told everybody. Yeah. Next week, you know, it's Labor Day. People will be out and about. And Jim Hassan, let's dig into you. Uh, my favorite, uh, you've had a lot of great quotes on this show. <laughs> Why is your wife so unhappy? Go. <laughs> go. <laughs> but Jim Hassan. announcement. Jim, no, um, <laughs> Jim is the gr- uh, grill master at Grubhouse Philly. Well, also a man work, of a thousand and one job. Also works at Royal Boucherie. I do stand-up comedy and, and other things. But um, I wanted to talk about, and it's loosely food-related, I, I, I don't own a scale. Because I don't need that type of negativity. Heard. Uh, heard, Chef. Heard. <laughs> Except I was visiting family this week, and uh, they had a scale in their bathroom, and I got out of the shower, and I, I made the mistake of stepping on that scale. Oh, boy. And my, 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 <laughs> I, I, like, I made sure there was no drips of water on me or anything. I peeled some skin off if I could. But uh, uh, I've been in a downward spiral ever since then, and uh, it's uh, – <clears throat> Getting on a scale is, is, is bad. And, and so <laughs> I made it. I made it. I made it. <laughs> I made it. And I was watching, uh, you know, I, I don't know if anybody knows uh, Kevin Smith, the director, and he uh, he, he was he was heavy and he yeah, had a heart arch. attack yeah, and he yeah. lost a lot of weight. And I, I listened to his Joe Rogan interview and he uh, cut out sugar completely. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I don't need Twinkies or. You, know, you see heroin addicts. <laughs> it's easier to get off heroin and than then, it is sugar. And then right? somebody, Why is there no methadone? Then for somebody sugar? told That's me that, uh, you know, that includes uh, beer and liquor. And I said, oh, well, never mind. Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> I'll just go to Hey Bands. It's all right. <laughs> now let's go to John Cole because we're going to talk about we have such an exciting platform. We're no longer giving restaurant picks. I want to warn everybody. My picks are done. I gave I out. I told every you where break. to eat. You should have listened. Right. Download the show from last year. And uh, unfortunately, that platform is done. We're going to start with a new foodie celebration hour until week two of season. Two. Until week <laughs> <later. laughs> you know what, everyone? We've changed well, our mind. Well, We're going back to restaurant. And that's a lot of poop emojis in the <laughs> email. But here's the thing: I don't want to give mediocre picks because I've you know because I've already given my good picks. So we just want to switch the platform. Be a lot more cooking. It's going to be all fantasy football from now on. I know, right? (laughs) We've talked about this. This will now be an Andrew Luck fan cast now. Um, The truth is, it took us years to develop a body of knowledge in all the restaurants that we talked about in about 50 episodes. Yep. Um, It's fine for me to run into a strip mall pizza joint and go, eh, they get two and a half middle fingers. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. I, I don't, people don't want that. They can do that themselves. We're going to talk about cooking hacks. Like I mentioned, we're going to have a lot more Jim Hassan. He's had more burn time than anybody in this room combined. Yeah, Jim will play a more um, major role. Jim will be featured more about how to cook. I hope the pay reflects it. <laughs> <laughs> he got two beers. He got pizza. Um, one of them he brought himself, but for- he had two beers. I will work for pizza. Um, (laughs) Screw that Uh, scale. (laughs) We're going to try to do some things with Jim. Like, for example, cooking at home is very different than cooking in a restaurant. Uh, There's a lot more science, logistics that goes into cooking for 200 instead of six, five. Jim is going to pass on throughout season two some of the hacks that they use that, you know, maybe a single parent or, you know, if you were foolish enough to have eight kids and keep them all, you got to <laughs> oh. feed all these people. No, that's right. I said it. Well, I just got you, a, kids, you said the two-minute two thing for the microwave popcorn always works every I just, time. I just got a text from legal. Okay. <laughs> I know, right? No, but seriously, though, cooking for all that, you know, buddy of mine has six kids. I laugh at him, and then his wife has got to figure out how to cook for them all. 
tips that Jim is going to pass on to people right. are going to be real helpful. So you've got six kids, Jim? No, no, no. <laughs> just no, no, no. He's not that his wife knows about. Not that I know. He, he's going to give you. They're going to give you money-saving tips in cooking, but we're also exactly. going to recipes. Dive, yeah, we're also going to dive into the area of food entertainment. There's a lot of food news. Actual chefs. We're actually going to talk to some real, yeah. real chefs. Like bring somebody in here and say, "Hey, look, right. what's it like to?" Be on techniques. Yeah, what's yeah, it like to be like on that. Hell's Kitchen? What's it like for you to be in a pop up where you've got to cook for two hundred people in ninety minutes? And another change we're going to make is we're going to take each fifteen minute segment and, and we're going to charge make people it a, fifteen dollars no, no, a piece no, to listen. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and we're going to make it a whole different topic for four topics. So every show you're going to get four different interesting food topics. Instead of one blended show. Now, four food topics is what I call about eight minutes of small bites. Right. Because the content of that show. Derek gets 75,000 people into that one hour. I don't know how he I does know. it. Hi, that, I'd like to, I got time to check in with. I was with, raised by the man with the micro machine commercials. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I, know, right? I, check in, I time to check in with John Howard Fusco. Uh, John, got, just let me say, John Fusco is my favorite guest on this show. John can talk about oh, anything. Are you supposed to say Derek is? Or no, 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 but I'm saying. You're blowing it. But you can talk He's about. He's probably thinking I'm a correspondent, darn it. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you what. We brought John. I'm a guest on the show. We brought guest. John uh, John Fusco into this show two or three times, and you could talk about anything. Any topic, any food yep. topic, any restaurant, and he knows. And for people, season two, we will have John on. Yeah. We will talk to his people, and hopefully his intern's assistant will be able to get I mean, us and, on the day. And John is a professional. Yes. He yes. Has, Absolutely. He's a published author. Published author, yeah. He writes for newspapers and magazines. He's recognized by well, the he South Jersey's biggest food, John. Yeah. And I came along, and I know he's thinking, oh, F this guy. He's a poser. John, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that being super popular and super good looking <laughs> would overshow, overshadow his book, A Culinary History of West Creek. But Kate that means, okay, man, I'm sorry. But that being said, uh, we love John. All jokes aside, he'll be on um, yeah, when great. we can you know, schedule it. And I know people laugh and think we're just saying that. No, everybody here is real lives. Donato owns a business in a restaurant. Derek is traveling to like all 11 continents. <laughs> uh, Jim works a whole bunch of jobs. <laughs> Kevin is sort of I homeless. Eat. But, I eat. Um, I go out you know, eat. We've all got stuff we to do. We knock on the closet door when it's time to uh, have dining on a dime start. Kevin, but, wake but, up. But the reason, the reason I'm mentioning... You rang. <laughs> you rang. But the reason I'm mentioning John Fusco is because you can hear John uh, the first five minutes of every uh, we, small we kick, we kick off our show every show uh, Providing he's not somewhere uh, with his food news and happenings around, and he really researches. Isn't that amazing? All of this, very yeah. knowledgeable. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I learned. I so can't much imagine from... practicing for this show. <laughs> yeah, but I, I learned so much from listening to Small Bites. But John's first five minutes of the show, I mean, he really knows. You know, that's usually when everyone else tunes out of the show as well. <laughs> I know that is beer break. No, but. The truth of the matter is when it comes hysterical. to... Hysterical. Donato's phone's going. I know. Hysterical. The, the guy who... What's our new theme song? <laughs> it's, Absolutely It's hysterical. Terry's four. They want to know where the fireplace goes, sir. <laughs> All right. We have yeah. two minutes. We have two minutes. So our new season starts September 8th. Well, let me see this and be serious. Yeah, Break character Absolutely. for a minute. Break character. No, seriously. Uh, break character for a minute. We want to thank everyone who listens. We Absolutely. want to thank people who have contributed or super fans. Yep. Earlier in the year, we had uh, Marilyn Johnson yep. from uh, Philly Grub contribute a little everybody. bit. Um, uh, we hooked up with Bill Zimmerman, Indy Philly yep. Radio. Um, we've had people here from Small Bites. We've had uh, Just Grubbin. Just Grubbin. Those guys. Oh, I love uh, those guys. Yeah. Those guys are great, they man. Those great. guys kind of set a new sort of vibe right. to the food world. Um, we want to thank... Uh, you know, of course, Jim Hassel. I want to thank of Jim course. Pappas. He was Jim able Pappas to make it today. Yeah. Uh, guy's eating over 300 cheesesteaks, and his heart still lives to tell the tale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys have really changed the format, and uh, I, I really envy the way that you've created the concept that you do, and you're very different from us, but nevertheless, you're extremely entertaining. Your cast of characters and supporting roles are bar none some of the top in the industry, and I want to congratulate you guys oh, and wish you, you nothing you. but continued success. Oh, thank Appreciate you guys. We've tried, it means tried a lot to, coming from that. Well, we've tried to be a little bit different. We see what's out there. You know, we yeah. see people and Kevin and I come from very different places. Yeah. Kevin's a published author. Right. We talk about that before. You go to Barnes & Noble, he's got 107 books or something like that <laughs> out there. Maybe one. I don't know. <laughs> we but sold I, out of three Barnes & Noble but, books. Uh, I don't like it. But, I don't want to brag, but no, but the <laughs> truth is Kevin comes from a more, we'll say, uh, cultured author point of view. 
me, people know where I come from. I've been in culinary competitions, food trucks. Uh, you know, we're sort of like the city mouse, country mouse type thing. Yeah, this deal. definitely. And it's worked. We found people that have wanted to work with us. We have a lot of loyal we listeners. found an engineer who's sober like three out of four <laughs> shows, so we appreciate that. Uh, Wildfire, you haven't been great, but you haven't been awful. Thanks. We'll stick around for a few more shows. And we really want to thank our loyal fans, like 80 Absolutely. out of, 80 out of uh, every 100 listeners. Kevin, are, super fan. Kevin. Yeah. Uh, my friend Tracy. Um, but, she's listening right now. Tracy, thank you. I realize you can do a lot of stuff on a Sunday other than listen to us. Yeah, 80 out of 100 of our average listeners are multiple show listeners. So we're Stelly's Market we yeah. play in. Uh, Jersey Johnny's Grill up in Keyport, New Jersey we play in. Right, and we're going to end this show with a braggart. Everyone says I brag a lot. I do brag a lot, and I'm going to brag. If I'm sure glad to- I showered. <laughs> and that was if me you, finishing a beer, by the way. No, if you uh, go to wildfireradio.com, look up Dining on a Dime, we interviewed the great my my hero, Craig LeBan, yes. is on episode 12. Uh, it's not Martha Stewart like Derek, but we'll take Craig LeBan. I wasn't allowed to be on that show because it was Craig. So we Craig had it let no. John, and uh, we also have had uh, the king of all New Jersey food, Pete Genovese, Pete Genovese. on two um, episodes. With Ed Hitzel's passing, I don't know if anybody stands as tall as Pete Genovese, 20 years, yeah. books, whatever. Um, he's on episode 30. He's on episode 30, and you learn a lot from Pete. You really do. All right, everyone. We just want to really give a sincere thank you for uh, being loyal to our show. Thanks and to Donato. Thanks to Derek for being thank here. You to thank Derek. you for having us on. Thanks for Jim to being marginally sober today. And have a great week. We'll see you September 8th. Stay hungry, everybody. To uh, view hundreds of restaurant reviews and photos from Philadelphia restaurants, And to get more information about the Dining on a Dime podcast, go to www.phillyrestaurantreviews.com.